we buy and sell money. And uh, the government is, um, you know, we talk about inflation and we look at like personal consumption expenditure and CPI and PPI and all these things. But we don't talk about a lot is our debt and deficit is highly inflationary. Get ready for a new episode of KP Talks Dollars and Cents. Learn financial literacy and get real-time updates on all things housing, finance, and real estate. So let's get started. Here's your host, Kevin Perenio. Hey, it's KP coming to you live from Corona, California. Sorry to get my Monday video out to you, and it is Wednesday because we had the California Mortgage Banker Association, the Western Secondary, which is a fantastic show. So um, if you didn't make it, and I understand some of you might have been on Southwest Airlines and had a flight canceled on Sunday because of uh, Tropical Storm uh, Hillary that came through, but there were 650 uh, attendees. It was really well attended. The golf tournament Monday morning took place. So uh, kudos to the entire team at the CMBA, Susan Malazzo. Um, she's amazing as a CEO, and it's a really well-run board, and I'm on it for the first time uh, this year on the board of directors. So it was very cool to have a board meeting on Sunday and then all the meetings and all the craziness. So here we are trying to get my one and only video for the week because I, um, I, uh, I, I, I slacked. My bad. Um, okay, pain will be felt from the bottom up and uh, a trillion. So there's some things we're going to talk about. But before I get into those things, um, there are some housing data that came out this week. So we had new home sales and existing home sales. And as you know, um, existing home sales is typically a higher percentage, you know, 90, 92%, maybe even 93% of all homes sold. Um, it's 85%. And um, I think the uh, number for uh, new home sales was 4 million, um, like 4 million and uh, 5,000, I think is what it was. If I can find, find you some numbers here. And um, 714,000 uh, annual rate of new home sales. So new home sales are uh, picking up. So yeah, 4.07 million on the existing, just to be exact. So that dynamic continues. And the other dynamic that continues, I think the Fed is worried about so much, is they're trying to sell like a trillion dollars in treasuries and fund our government. Um, and so... Uh, there was a 20-year auction that happened today, and it was a little less than average. And so these are factors that impact money, because remember, we buy and sell money. Um, I know it's the American dream. We love people, putting people in homes and building our communities together. That's the fun part of it. But we buy and sell money. And uh, the government is, um, you know, we talk about inflation, and we look at, like, personal consumption expenditure and CPI and PPI and all these things, but we don't talk about a lot is our debt and deficit is highly inflationary. So, you know, we talk about the bondanistas, bond vigilantes, and we talk about debt, we talk about money. It requires a lot of money to run this government. We're the biggest uh, uh, economy in the world, and we are, a, um, we are a debtor nation, and we use the word trillion like a whole lot. We're something like 32, 33 trillion in debt. And um, with higher interest rates, then, you know, two-thirds of our payments are going to line private pockets, who are bondholders that get the interest that we pay, uh, you know, to fund our government. That's inflationary. So it's not just, you know, is rent coming down or housing costs coming down, which they're not. Um, you know, they've slowed their growth, but they're still growing at over 5% appreciation. Uh, we know rates are high, and the Fed is saying they're going to keep it higher for longer because they feel that the inflation is sticky. 
And you know, we have all this liquidity, all this money in the system um, from years ago that is, um, you know, is sticking around longer. That's the longer part of the higher for longer. So we have to deleverage and work that down to fight inflation. It doesn't help that we have uh, a poor 30-year uh, bond auction and a 20-year um, uh, note auction this year. So uh, th this uh, today. So anyway, so um, I read something else that I thought was interesting. Uh, 2.1 trillion. Okay, it's another another trillion number there. Um, 2.1 trillion is how much, um, according to our boy uh, Elliot Eisenberg, the bowtie economist, how much Americans saved above and beyond their normal savings uh, because of stimulus checks and their inability to travel. And so we're down to about 200 billion of that left. But I thought it was interesting. So you know, there's all these trillion numbers getting thrown around. Um, speaking of trillions, um, I read that. Um, most of the cash, the corporate cash, is with the top 10 companies on the S&P 500. Well, NVIDIA reported today. And NVIDIA is kind of a bellwether. It's one of the seven stocks, um, certainly one of the top 10, that's been holding up the stock market. They crushed earnings. They crushed it. So obviously, they're not in a housing recession like we are. Um, it was interesting. They, um, they're supposed to do like like a dollar earning, they did like a like a dollar over a dollar seven cents earning per share in Q1, and then they were estimated to get over two dollars um, in this Q2 earnings report today, and they were like like two sixty or two seventy, eighty eight percent earnings increase in three months. I mean, think about running that. Like they're having they're having their refi boom, like we all did in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. Like the savings from STEMI checks came out, so. Um, Semiconductors are still running hot, and if that is a bellwether sign, that stock market may rip a little bit tomorrow. But then, of course, Jerome Powell speaks on Friday from Jackson Hole. It's kind of a big deal. Um, you know, he could throw some uh, throw some water on this little fire here that got lit by Nvidia. Maybe some people are going to take some profit off the table. I don't know. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not responsible for your profits. Only wait. I'm not responsible for your losses. Only your profits. So after Nvidia reported, we will see what happened. Uh, tomorrow um, when the market officially opens. Those of us that don't get to trade after market like the big guys. Um, all right. A couple banks got downgraded. All right. A couple banks got downgraded. Um, so that's in the news. Um, there is, um, you know, again, with all this corporate cash, you know, uh, these higher companies, pain is being felt from the bottom up. So if you are a smaller bank or a regional bank and you don't, you're not, you're not, J.P. Morgan Chase with a trillion dollars in cash and cash equivalent assets, then when paying comes from higher rates, uh, which is what the Fed wants, it gets felt from the bottom up. Our business the same way. At the California's uh, uh, MBA Western Secondary, there was a session on M&A, mergers and acquisitions. And um, there was 50 M&A deals last year. There were 30 already, I believe, year-to-date or through June was what they said on stage yesterday. Um, and so if, if you've got... Five million in cash, or two million in cash, or a million in cash, and you're burning through it. You're going to feel that pain from the bottom up, as opposed to maybe some of the bigger lenders in the business who have hundred million, two hundred million, three hundred million, billion in cash sitting there, getting through the tough time. That's why M and A's happen. So same thing with balance sheets. The little the little person always gets hurt. You know they can't afford houses right now, can't afford the down payment. They are getting hurt. They're getting left behind. I saw an article in Housing Wire. Ted Tozer um, had a great suggestion. There's all this surplus in cash with the HUD fund. Why not do 100% financing for FHA loans? If it's so hard to save up and get into a deal, 
We don't really care, right, where the money comes. You really care where the money comes from to get into the deal. What matters is do they cash flow and can they make the payment along the way? And um, so, you know, again, pain is felt from the bottom up. The jobs get lost out there. You know, they're typically jobs when, when the job loss recession comes, whenever it comes, if it ever comes. People are saying it's not going to happen. It's not going to come. It usually happens with, you know, lower educated jobs. So, you know, pain is felt from the bottom up. And all these trillion dollar uh, numbers around here. So let's talk about semiconductor chips. Uh, Gelsinger uh, is the CEO of Intel. And he said um, that when we passed the CHIPS Act, that was the most important legislative piece since World War II. Let that sink in. Um, and I mentioned on uh, a video uh, uh, a week or two ago how much OPEX is up operating investment by companies, $900 billion. And this CHIPS, this CHIPS Act has helped spur that. So by the end of the decade, Intel aims to deliver chips containing a trillion transistors each. There's that trillion again. And um, then also today, uh, Jensen Wong, the CEO of uh, NVIDIA that crushed it, he said the world has something along the lines of a trillion dollars worth of data centers installed in the cloud, enterprise, and otherwise. The trillion dollars of data centers are in the process of transitioning into accelerated computing and generative AI. And how's that going to happen? With chips from NVIDIA. So speaking of trillion, um, I think the SEC was trying to get um, some new rules to get transparency and fairness and accountability. Um, as it relates to venture capital, which is a $20 trillion market. So um, about three years ago, I talked about the difference between um, a million, billion, and a trillion. Look it up. Uh, you can do your Google look up on a video or YouTube or something like that. It's pretty interesting, all the different analogies out there. All right. So watch out for Jackson Hole. Watch the stock market rip, and then people sell the rip. And then who knows? Maybe they'll buy the dip. The stock market's in an uptrend uh, until it isn't. And um, right now, housing, you know, we're just grinding through the deals right now. Super positive, though, coming out of the uh, Western Secondary. A lot of great conversations, lots of stuff going on. I was really proud to be part of that organization. So everyone have a great week, and I'll catch you next week. Cheers. You've been listening to KP Talks Dollars and Cents, a top-rated show for those who want to learn about the economy and mortgage environment. Tune in each week for more episodes, and please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Kevin Perenio does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through KP Talks Dollars and Cents. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice. For more info, follow KP Talks Dollars and Cents on all of our social channels.